So y'all think I'll be playing when I tell y'all I'ma keep on bringing you this no-skip content. Y'all think I'll be playing when I tell y'all it's each one teach one. Y'all think I'll be playing when I tell y'all I'm gonna keep on spreading this information, sharing this knowledge, and bringing y'all value every single time that notification goes ding on your phone letting you know a new Truck and Hustle episode is live. Listen, y'all, October 15th is coming up. And everybody knows what that is, right? That's the tax deadline for everybody who filed an extension. I reached out to the trucker's accountant, my Sheree Rhodes. My Sheree and myself sat down and talked about everything taxes. Taxes, taxes, taxes. So y'all don't want to miss this episode. We had a good time and she shares a lot of information and gives tons of value. Alright? So put your ears on and if you smell something burning, it's only your desire. Yeah, I'm hype. Let's go. What's up, y'all? This is Ramel Watley, and welcome to Truck and Hustle, the podcast for trucking entrepreneurs. If you want to learn about the trucking industry from the business side of things, you're in the right place. Every week, I interview the people who are making it happen on a daily basis. I get them to share their successes, their failures, and sometimes even their secrets. The goal is to show you how you too can create financial freedom in the booming trucking industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show that you have to think about. In LLC, you don't necessarily need all those things. So just to get your footing to start off, you can do an LLC and then later on, you can fill out a form where your LLC can get taxed as an S corporation. Turn my mic up. For you. Take this. Yeah, yeah, uh. On the road to the riches. Life takes a toll like bridges. Good friends become foes and snitches. Better watch who knows in your business. So first of okay. all, I thought that this show was very important, being that October 15th is coming up, right? Yes. Um, the extension. So I think this is this is a show that um, is kind of like right on time and it's definitely going to be needed. And I'm sure that, you know, our listeners, uh, the listeners could gain a lot of value from it. So, you know, when I did, you know, reach out to you and, and, and I discovered you, I said, oh, man, this is like a blessing in disguise because this is exactly what's kind of needed for, for the timing, you know? Yeah, so, I definitely so, agree. So, so, so I want to just kind of, um, typically, you know, when I, when I talk to people, I just kind of get into their story, um, kind of just learn about them a little bit. And I want to do that with you as well, but I also want to ask you some more pointed questions too, so that the listeners could get as much value out of this as possible. You know okay, what I mean? Perfect. So that, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Perfect. All right. So, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm here with my Cherie Rhodes, right? I pronounced all that correctly? Yes. All right. And, and, and you are, you call yourself the trucker's accountant. Right. Yes, I am the trucker's accountant. Mm -hmm. All right, all right, cool. So, so talk to me about how you became the trucker's accountant. Tell me a little bit about yourself, um, growing up, your, your backstory. Give, 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 give me some of the the the, the backstory of my Cherie. Okay, I am originally from Chicago, uh, born and raised south side of Chicago. Charette, uh, Charette. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly that's okay. why i live in georgia now oh man oh <laughs> is it is it really like that like is it as bad as they make it out to be or is that all propaganda is or is it like seriously like absolutely it is oh man it is wow and, um, i i find myself when i go back home i, I wasn't like this before when i was a kid there was always um a uncle or a cousin where they can be like oh that's such and such cousin that's such as like that doesn't exist anymore like right all, like you can't even be protected by someone that you know or 
I, I feel like I had people too, even though it was things that was going on, you know, drug dealers on the corner, whatever the case may be, I felt like I was still protected mm. by those individuals. I wasn't necessarily like prey. Okay. 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 Um, so when I go back now, I'm like, oh, my, my husband, we're both from Chicago. And I remember him, he went and we went to the pizza. We went to Italian Fiesta. Right. And uh, he hops out the car and uh, he leave me in the car. And I'm from Chicago, right? Right. My pulse started beating, okay? Somebody <laughs> walked by and I'm like, I hit the locked door. Uh, but it was my husband. He's like, are you really locking the doors? You're from here? I'm like, man. Wow. No, I didn't even know that I wasn't ready. I, I didn't know. You know, you think that you uh, could go back home. And I went back home that one time. I was like, oh. Right. right things, so. things were different. Yeah, things were different. Things looked different. Things felt different. So, yeah. I'm but you like, know what? Yeah. But but the thing is, I hear Chicago is such a beautiful city, though. Like like you know, and and that's the weird thing. Like people who go there, they're like, man. Like if you look at um the landscape and everything, like it's beautiful out there. Like and I guess the way it's set up, it's kind of like you'll be in like a nice metropolitan area where mm -hmm. everything is safe, and then you like walk a block away, and all of a sudden you in O block somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Correct. And, and like, Chief Keith is shooting at you, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> and, and, that, and that is, that's vital. Like, I grew up on 61st and King Drive, where you oh. cross the street and you can be in university, and then the next thing you know, you in the hood. Wow. So, uh, from my perspective, I really didn't get to visit and see Chicago. So I try, I've been trying to go back, when I go back and show my kids, I try to show them the pretty part of Chicago, because I, I didn't grow up seeing what Chicago was. I, I saw... You saw the hood. Yep. That's all I saw. <laughs> so when I got my chance to get out, I was like, deuces. Got um, you. Got so you. I'm still, I still need to go and be a tourist. Okay. Okay. Nothing wrong being a tourist. Take as many <laughs> pictures as you like. Mm -hmm. All right. So, 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 so born, born and raised in Chicago. Go ahead. Yes. I'm here now in Atlanta, Georgia. Well, outside of Atlanta, I'm in the metro um, area in Douglasville, Georgia. We, uh, I've been here for about 10 years now. Okay. So, I mean, I've been here a while. Like, after I graduated college, I was like, it's either go back home right, or go somewhere where I, I don't know the hood. I won't go back to it. Got you. Got you. Got you. So, uh, um, so where, where'd you go to college? Where'd you go to school? I went to Illinois State University. Okay. Illinois State University. And obviously, you, you studied accounting? Not at all. Get out of here. Okay. <laughs> not, not so obviously. All right. Well, what happened? Ugh. I studied um, and managed parks and recreation. So I thought that I was going to go. And That's the TV show, right? I, I, is that like a real thing? What is that? What's parks no, and recreation? It's, it's, it's event planning and working for park districts. I knew that. I was just messing with you. But go ahead. Oh, I'm listening. Okay. So, you know, in my head, I was going to go and do that. And honestly, I was too afraid to get a business degree. I'm going to be honest with you. I was a, a, I just always believed that my grades, I needed a 4.0. Okay. So okay. I was afraid of the business major. I was like, no, I don't need to do that. Meanwhile, I am budgeting my, my friend's books, showing them how to get financial aid. I worked for the financial aid office the entire time I was there. Okay. Uh, so I guess it just, you don't, you don't know your calling, I guess. Understood. So Understood. I was like, no, I'm going to pass this. I'm going to get good grades. And then I graduate. And then I'm like, how much, how much do Park District make? <laughs> So, <laughs> just how much they make and then I got to be around kids all this time mm, so mm. um it, it caused me to reevaluate 
Okay. Uh, I started working for a bank. Okay. And absolutely love like the numbers and helping people out. Uh, it was just like, I don't know. You had to get, you get that tingly feeling. Yeah. Um, and I'm still helping my friends out. All I do is talk about budgeting and everything like that. Okay. So then I decided to go get my master's degree. Okay. And um, I started off in project management is what I was going to do. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do project management. And I thought it was okay uh, until I took an accounting class. Mm. And I was like, ooh, I like this. I like this a lot. And then okay. I finance class and I was like, oh, this is, so I, I changed my major. Okay. Completely changed my major uh, to finance. So I have an MBA in finance. Ah, dope, dope, dope. Yeah. And, okay. Um, so while I was in Appla- school. Applaud you for that. That's big. <laughs> thank you. Thank <laughs> no you. doubt. No doubt. So I, while I was in school, um, I started being a stay at home mom and I was like, okay, my daughter, she, I mean, you just don't want to talk to kids no more. Okay. So I started doing taxes because I wanted to get out the house and talk to big people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Got you. Got you. Got yeah. you. But once I started doing it, I realized I loved it. Like, eat, breathe, sleep. And I'm like, ooh. Really? Tell me you make that much money, but if I can move that around, do this, like this. Like, right, right, I, right. It, I don't even know how to explain. I don't want to say I'm breaking. I don't break the rules. I find legal tax loopholes. Right. But it brings me much joy to Got find you. those loopholes and get people tax liability down like oh you owe 30,000 but look what i can do 10,000 <laughs> got you got you got you so 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 you just started doing taxes so you didn't really take the traditional accountant's route to where you go to school become an accountant um like get a CPA type of thing like you actually just started learning to do taxes on your own yes got I you got you got you on my own just as a a spare time thing just thinking okay I can just do this just to get out the house and I absolutely fell in love with it and then I was doing that while I was doing my master's degree my master's degree it started to it started to correlate with it I didn't even right. know that it went together my my professor was like you know this this is good this is what you need to be doing I was like no you know like I like taxes but I don't you know not like for a career Right, right, right. Yeah, so I was I was very hesitant at first. Uh, and then I started just seeing how much I was helping people. So my husband is in the transportation industry also. Mm, okay, so okay. I've always, I've always done taxes. Okay. I've always done taxes. Um, but I would be doing, I would, I would do his taxes, get his stuff together. And then he would say, well, can you help such and such out? can you help such and such out? And I was like, okay, I'll help them out. And that's when I realized that the trucking industry, excuse my French, is fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Right, 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 right. Like drivers, you you guys are out there driving and you have no clue of what's going in, what's going out, Mm. uh, how to just say, okay, you just think, let me just drive more miles. But sometimes it's not always about driving that extra mile. It's about taking a step back, looking at your profit and loss statement and seeing what the industry standards are. Is your business profitable? Right. How are you going to move forward? Is it even worth going for? Right, 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 right. Absolutely. Okay. So, so you just made the correlation. So I was going to ask you, how did you become the trucker's accountant? But 
your husband is in the transportation industry. So obviously you made that connection there and then you started building relationships through your husband, I guess. And you kind of- And before I know it, people were reaching out to me. They're, they're like, oh, I heard. And I'm like, no, nah. you know how you start off like, no, nah, I just did such and such. Right. I'm over here. I'm not really trying to do that. And then before I know it, it was like, okay, well, right. I guess, I, you know, they like, I heard you do truckers taxes. I was like, okay, I guess I do truckers taxes. Name That's me. dope. That's dope. I, I like, I like that. So, so how long have you been the truckers account? How long have you been doing like a trucking accountant specifically in, in this particular niche? About five years. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dope. Um, so what, what, what are some of the things that you see often, um, you know, through your experience in, in, in doing taxes for truck drivers, what are some of the things that you see, um, that, 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 that you, that you point out on a regular basis? Like when truck drivers come to you, like the first thing you always catch, like, Oh, you need to do this. Um, <laughs> the, the number one thing is, do you have a business bank account? Okay. Okay. And and some truck drivers is like, no, nah, I'm running through personal. Mm. We're like, oh no, we need to separate that. Like, you you need to be able to separate that because you don't want the IRS coming for your personal items. Mm. Okay. So that that's one of the things. And then another one would be, hell, truckers are just not filing their taxes. <laughs> like, I talk push, to pushing it off, just pushing it off. Yeah, like, oh, no, I, I ain't filed since 2009. Like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> like, and, and that's a real thing. Like, right, I, right, I know right. people do two years, a year. Like, they just out here living. <laughs> <laughs> just living like some outlaws. Pretty much. And I'm no like, doubt. you know, with the trucking industry, everyone is going to produce a 1099. Right, right. So you can't just live it under the radar because the IRS will get that 1099. The documentation is there. So it's not, you're not getting over on the IRS. Right, right, right. They see it. They're not saying nothing. So they're going to wait to all these penalties and, and, um, interest accruals. And then it's like, Oh no, you owe us $50,000 on top of the $20,000 penalty Mm. now, or we're going to take your license. No doubt. No doubt. All right. So, so, so check it out. So, so, so for someone just getting into the game, let's try to set them off on the right track. Right. Let, let's okay. say somebody is listening right now and they're saying, man, you know, I don't want to, you know, have all these pitfalls. I want, I don't want to make all these mistakes. So the first thing I got to do is I got to get my, my, my set up my business, right. I got to establish my business formation. So from your, from, from your experience, what do you, what do you uh, recommend as far as formations? Cause we have, you know, we obviously have LLCs, there's different types of LLCs, S corps, C corps. What 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 do you recommend? I know you you're not a lawyer. You're not giving anybody you know legal advice. But what have you seen works from a tax um a, a tax perspective? Okay, so I like the way you said. I am not a lawyer. This is not advice. This is just from what I have seen. Um, I noticed that a lot of truckers um, they want to start off and they want to be a corporation right off bat. What I would say for that is that a corporation, most of the time it's appealing because you're getting taxed at a 20% rate. That's it. Okay. When you're first starting off in trucking, we all know trucking, the expenses could be over 70%. So a lot of times you're worried about being taxed at that 20% rate, but most of the time you guys are not making that much money yet. Mm. So I, I, I personally like, 
you can always start off as an LLC and upgrade. Okay. Also, an LLC doesn't necessarily require you to have an employee. So if you're in a corporation, you have to have at least at one employee. And an okay. employee does not consist of a 1099 truckers. Okay. Okay. An employee is W-2, which means that you're paying uh, Social Security tax, Medicare tax. You have to pay all of that for your employee. Okay. You have to have a board of directors. Like you have, like there are so many things that you have to have, and a lot of people don't have them. Um, that you have to think about in LLC. You don't necessarily need all those things. So just to get your footing to start off, you can do an LLC, and then later on, you can fill out a form where your LLC can get taxed as an S corporation. Mm, okay. Okay. Got you. And an S corp is, is, um, what, what, what reason would you change to S corp? What are some of the tax advantages, um, for, for going into an S corp? Okay. So if, for instance, if a trucker is trying to buy a home, you know, that you guys are out there and you can't really prove your income. That's when you go and you set yourself on that W2. That way you can prove your income coming in. Uh, if you are grossing like 250K, you got several trucks uh, where you're like, where your tax liability is more than that 20%. Now you're like, okay, this, I need, I need to section this off. I need to separate myself. Okay. But that's, that's only when you have reached that point and it, it, you have to hit certain markers where, okay, it makes sense to do it. Okay. Okay. Got you. So, so for the people who are new to the business and don't understand, could you kind of explain like the difference between, or if there's a difference between like a sole proprietorship LLC and, and actually being like a 1099 or independent contractor, what's the difference for, from a tax perspective? Okay. So from a tax perspective, if you have a, if you are a sole proprietor, that, that just means that it's just you in the business. There, there's no separation. There's, that's just you. You are the business. If someone comes to sue you, they're suing you and your home and your business. It's just you. Okay. A LLC or a partnership with a partnership, you can separate it. I'm okay. separate from my business. This is my home. This is my business. You can separate the two. Okay. Where if someone comes to sue your business, they can't touch your home. Got you. Got you. Got you. Okay. All right. So, so let, let's, let's talk a little bit about, um, you, you said setting up the bank account, right? That was one of the early things you said, guys got to make sure they set up their bank account. So what do you suggest as far as, um, for, 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 for saving, like how, 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 like, like, you know, some people use like QuickBooks or some people use like Excel spreadsheets. Like how do you suggest that truckers keep track of their finances? Okay. So I, I, I preach that you have to keep track of it. There is no right or wrong way, uh, especially to begin with, because the problem isn't the softwares that's out there. The problem is you guys are not doing it. So let's, even if you want to start with the basics, start with the basics. If that means that you're taking a little envelope each month and you're counting now all of your receipts. Now that's the old, you know, that's old school way. But if that's what works for you, at least you're doing something. Okay. Some people can do apps. Uh, for people who are signed on to carriers, you can do, you can have your weekly settlement, but that cash out of hand, you want to make sure you're documenting that because those are the little things that fall between the cracks. Okay. So, um, I personally like QuickBooks. Uh, 
so it it just it just depends. I'm, I'm actually looking for softwares that are great for trucking companies because what I find is I was Quick, gonna ask you that. QuickBooks is great for accounting. Right. Trucking, however, is a whole nother ball game. So when people sign on with me and we're doing bookkeeping and they're like, oh, I can just let go of my trucking software. I'm like, no, because the trucking software is going to get you the the information you need per truck, per what each truck is doing. It's going to get you those statistics. Okay. Uh, however, I haven't been able to find, uh, <clears throat> I haven't been able to find a trucking software, and I'm, I'm look, I'm researching one now. I'm okay. literally researching one. They reached out to me. So gotcha. I, so I still got to check it out. Okay. But um, I haven't found a trucking software that can give you the accounting capabilities. Okay. Me, if I want to run my reports to see just accounting, like, not just profit and loss. It's not, you know, uh, the whole spectrum of accounting is not just profit and loss. Okay. You have to have your balance sheet. You have to be able to reconcile your bank account. You have to be able to know what's going in, what's going out. And I haven't found a trucking software that is able to do all of the things that QuickBooks does and uh, is done what it needs to do for trucking. That that may be something that you can create. <laughs> I, I am, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm working with someone. Um, mm. Uh, this individual has a software that he's like, you know, test it out. I'm going to test it out. And if it is what, I mean, it sounds very promising. So if it is what it is, I would definitely post it on my page because okay. this, this would be a great, um, asset. So, so what do you find most guys, the, the trucking software that most guys are using now, what, what do they usually come to you with? Or do they They're, come to you with anything at all? <laughs> yeah they they're huh, i don't want to throw the truckers under the bus okay okay but they're like oh well i use excel and you know what i call excel what do you call it after the fact bookkeeping okay all right <laughs> so you don't know at any given time what you're doing most of the times people are not using their excel like they should you're putting in the numbers and you haven't had a time to evaluate it real time Okay. Okay. Got you. Got you. All right. Let's talk about, let's go, let's talk about profits and loss, right? Um, your, your schedule C, right? That's what everybody's really like, you know, that's what everybody really cares about when it comes to taxes because they want to save as much money as possible. They want to deduct as much things as possible. What are some things that truck drivers would be surprised about that they can actually deduct that they probably would be like, Oh wow, really? I could deduct that as well. Um, or, or, or maybe, not even, maybe not even surprised about it. what are just some, some, some things that, you know, that, that you come across as just interesting. Like you could deduct this, you could deduct that. Um, I will say like per diem, all truckers know about per diem. That's right. like one thing that they know. Okay. Um, one of the things that I'm like, you know, well, how much did it cost to park your truck? And they're like, Oh, you know, like, Oh, well, I didn't realize that parking my truck could be an expense because it's not something that's usually taken out from the carrier. It's something that, I mean, let's be honest, some of our truckers, we're doing it, they're doing it under the table. So they're like, oh, I just paid a guy cash. Mm. Um, and I'm like, but no, nah, that's deductible. That, right. that is a business expense. Right. Uh, bank fees. Okay. Bank fees, you know. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, bank fees. I mean, you don't, don't even think about, think about that. It. 
Right. So when I ask the truckers to send me all of their expenses for the year, those are some of the things I'm looking at because you know maintenance, you know fuel, um, but bank fees, um, uh, parking, and then those little things. Like, so say if you're at the truck stop and something is required to be paid in cash. Okay. And you just pop out and you do the cash and you forget about it. Right. Well, you know, a whole year of doing trucking where you just popping out five dollars here, ten dollars here, that that could add up. Right, right. So. Right. No, nah, definitely, definitely. Now with the per diem, is is there like a is there like a state standard um with the per diem um as it comes to deductions? There is a state standard. Um every state is different. Okay. But on a federal level right now, they just, I hate to say they just passed the law. They just did it like last week at $66. That's the standard rate. But okay. I always say, you you never know. They can change stuff. Like right. last year um, with Trump being in office and they, they took away the per diem for the company drivers, that happened like like in taxis. Like mm. <laughs> they backdated it. So right. I don't even like to quote what it will be, what it could be. Right. Well, in, in, in your experience in the last five years, do you think it's 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 favored the drivers more in, in, in what you've seen? Or or or, or not really? Ooh, okay, so the last year you with the tax act. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the implementation of the tax the implementation of the tax act. Okay. I feel has screwed the drivers. Okay, get get get, get into get, drivers. get into that a little bit. Talk talk about that because many people may not know about the tax act. Okay, so with with the tax act, um, we know you're no longer able to claim employee expenses. So, say if you were doing some things at because of your job, you were doing it, but they didn't reimburse you for it. Okay, uh, you can go ahead and put those on your taxes because they're 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 not reimbursing you so you can count it on your taxes okay well with the tax act it cut it off okay no one can claim these unreimbursed expenses mm. so for an individual that may not be that bad but we're talking about company drivers who are claiming per diem about being on the road right right so that pretty much it takes the per diem out for company mm. drivers for got individuals you. who are W-2, not for individuals who are 1099. Got you. Got you. Okay. So that's the empl employee side. So what, what, what about for uh, owner operators or individuals who, who own their own business, 1099 guys? Any, any, has it gotten, what, what, what have you seen? Um, it, it's kind of, hmm. You still get the same deductions. You still get, the taxes, you, you get all of the per diem. I would say, if anything, it's kind of benefited individuals who are in the higher tax bracket. Okay. Okay. And why is that? <laughs> because your president <laughs> is in that tax bracket. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Um, he looking out for the cookout, huh? Okay. Correct. So, like, for, <laughs> for the uh, S corporations, you know, people want to be S corp because you get taxed at a set rate you get a tax at a set rate. Okay. So it's kind of like, I was just talking to someone about this. It's kind of like, he's kind of encouraging for you to start your own business. Mm -hmm. I want to say encouraging, but the people who have their own businesses have the tax benefits. 
Mm. There is no wiggle room for people who are just going and doing a nine to five. It is what it is. These are your taxes. Pay them, please. And thank you. Right. Right. So that, that's an interesting, that's an interesting point you bring up. So do you encourage your drivers who are employees to start their own business? Mm. <laughs> Talk about a side hustle. <laughs> I mean, cause I mean, you see, you're seeing a transfer of money, right. From, from, from both ends. From, from multiple guys and, and multiple samples, right? So you can actually like make a really good educated decision on this based on the data. So when you, yeah. so, so getting all this data and like, what, 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 what's your advice? To, I mean, you may not give it to them, but if, if you were able to pull somebody to the side, like, like, what do you tell them? Start a side hustle. Start a side, cause this is truck and hustle. You know, we encourage entrepreneurship yeah. here. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Um, and if, yeah, it's like because that's where the tax deductions are. Mm, mm. So, ooh, I can't be giving out that advice. I <laughs> call, call me for a consultation. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So there, y'all have it. Y'all, y'all heard enough. That's where the tax deductions <laughs> are. We ain't gonna put it all the way out there, but that's something we gotta hit you up directly for, and we are gonna make sure that that everybody hits you up directly. So. That's, yes. that's, that's, that's dope. All right. So I have a question for you. So mm -hmm. this is one of my listeners actually asked this question. I put out like a little bit of a poll and um, they asked me this. So I'm going to ask you. All right. So they, they said, should an owner operator who is leased on to a company have the carrier pay them personally or pay their business? And then the business pays them as an individual. I would suggest paying the business. Because okay. we talked about separating your personal from your business. If if the company is paying you in your personal name, that means that you're technically a sole proprietor. That's what it looks like. Okay. And if you're a sole proprietor, that money is coming to in your to you in your name. If someone is to sue you, then here you know, like they have access now to your personal mm. So you always just want to separate it and not saying that, you know, you want to be able to separate yourself, not saying that we are not going to go out of business in the trucking industry. We all know that. It, mm. Right, right, right. Ain't going it's, nowhere. It, right. But what happens if you just want to start over? Right. You want to start over. You decide that, you know, I had a partnership and this partnership is no longer good for me or this business is no longer good for me, but it's tied to your social. Okay. Okay. What happens? Or if it's tied to an EIN. Right. You step away. Right. Right. So those you. you you should I mean it's it it doesn't hurt in the moment, but if you're thinking strategically in the long run, how do you want to do it? Those are some things you think about. Got you. Are there any type of special deductions given to specific types of drivers that you know of? That would be the per diem that everyone knows about that okay. they're like yeah I, I, yeah so that's that's pretty much like the the government is saying we know that it's a lot to track all of your food and your lodging we're going to give you the standard rate gotcha gotcha okay cool all right so if 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 i'm just getting started in business i'm i'm a driver i'm, I'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna go out on a limb i'm gonna start my business do my little side hustle um and i want to get off on the right foot what would be your advice to me file your taxes on time <laughs> okay. Um, okay. No, no. Um, I would say my 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 biggest thing because I know we're starting off with trucking. 
you want to keep your books to know where you're at. So if you're making a profit, you want to be paying your quarterly taxes. Okay. So that you don't get caught up in the whirlwind and just knowing that you are a 1099 now, all that money's not yours. Right. So you gotta, you gotta set aside. I always say set aside at least 20 to 30% just for taxes. Okay. Okay. Got you. So, so pay those quarterly taxes quarterly in real life. (laughs) Yes. Like for real in real life. And if, if, if you're not paying it and you're a person that want to wait, set the money aside so that you'll have it. So at the end of the tax year, you don't have that huge tax liability. Got you. Got you. And do you feel that um, filing like for the extensions, does that impact you negatively at all? Or is that just pretty much, you know, just give yourself more time to get organized and get things together? It's literally just giving you more time. You file an extension, you still got the same tax penalties. You still got, you still have that deadline. So however long it takes you to keep getting your stuff together, you're still going to have that penalty because Regardless, if you added your numbers up and it was $5,000, you still have to pay penalties on that $5,000 four months from now. Got you. Got you. So, I mean, but if a person doesn't have all of their uh, receipts together and you, you, your, your receipts can now save you $10,000 with the trucking industry, we know that that happens. It, it's, it could be best for you to file the extension while you get your paperwork together, which is why it's very important to get your paperwork together on a consistent basis so that we're not running around with chick- like chickens with our head cut off at the end of the, the year, because that's that essentially what happens. Got you. What's the most, what's the most fees you've ever seen somebody incur from not filing their taxes? Ooh, okay. <laughs> so, $39,000 just from the state. Wow. $39,000. And, and, and how long did, how, what, what was the duration of time that they didn't file? Six years. Six years. And how long does the state give them to pay that? Right now, four months. <laughs> oh my God. Four months until you can set up a payment plan. And if you're not setting up a payment plan, they're suspending your license. Wow. Wow. And that's just the state. Wow. That's just the state. And honestly, the federal, the federal isn't taking action. But a lot of times people think that because the federal hasn't sent you a letter that you are like getting away scot-free. No, they're, they're watching. Mm. Um, Mm. So that's why I always say it's better to be proactive than reactive. Because if you come to me, I can jog your memory and say, Hey, Remember you did that? You told me you did that. You know, how many parking do you have? What are your bank fees? I can't make you think back six years. Six <laughs> years is too long. And then people come, truckers come to me and it's six years later and they're like, oh, I don't got nothing. Fix it. Right, right, right. I can't fix right. that. Right. So that's why I'm always like, um, just just do it now and rip the Band-Aid off now. Because if you do it now, you can get on a payment plan. You can... Um, you can potentially be able to think about what expenses and deductions you have because you can remember them. You gotcha. wait to the last minute and you're in a panic. Uh, they want their money. You like, okay, I just got to give them the money. And then you may not have the money. Got you. Got you. So I, I cannot stress enough because oh, the trucking industry, I, 
I feel like y'all think y'all invisible. (laughs) (laughs) And it's one of the main industries that get audited because you are the industry that has the 1099. Everyone else, you know, I can have a business where I'm getting paid under the table. Right. You getting paid under the table. We know that's not legit. Right. But they getting paid under the table. No one's filing a 1099 on them. Right. The companies that you're working for, the brokers that you're working for, they're going to file a 1099. All day long. The IRS will have that. All day long. Exactly. So at this point, the best thing to do is to say, hey, I know you got that 1099 for six figures. Right. Let me show you all of my expenses that I have Mm -hmm. so that I can knock my tax liability down about 70%. Got you. Got you. And when you... Also, what I guess people should know is that when you get in the tight bind with the IRS or the state and they say you need to file your taxes, you owe this much, they don't give you any deductions. Mm. They give they like they press the button and they file them taxes. They don't ask you for any receipts. They don't ask you for anything. They're just like, Oh, you made five hundred thousand in five years? Right. Oh us. All right. of them. Wow. They're not asking you about they're not asking you about anything. They're like, no. We're going to file it. You want to set up this payment plan. And, and that's what you got to do. And then another thing with you want to make sure that you're making the right amount of money. So if your 1099 doesn't match what you brought in, you want to be able to catch that. I've had, I had drivers who they said, oh no, <laughs> the company missed, like they, they didn't report the right numbers on me. Mm-hmm. So then that, that would be fraudulent on the companies side but i haven't look that's what they claim i haven't seen that right then once i go into vest and investigate then they like oh i made that much money right 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 that's funny that's funny so so what's your relationship like with your clients when you work with somebody do you work with them on a monthly basis at the end of the year when it's time to file their pa- taxes how do you work with your with, with, with your trucking clients i typically um It depends for bookkeeping services. I I actually sit down with my clients once a month and we go over profit and loss statements, where I see them at, what decisions they they should make, how to save. Uh, That's for my bookkeeping clients. For my tax clients, I send them email correspondence on a regular basis. And then I kind of do like a quarterly checkup on them. Uh, I call call it my my tax checkup. Okay. you have any big plans? What are you doing? Uh, because say if you decide to want to buy a house, you need to go about filing your taxes different. If your okay. child is going to school, you need to go there. There's some things that you want to be able to change. I always tell my clients, consider me your extended family. <laughs> I, may, <laughs> Got you. I may say some things you don't want to hear, but right. I need to know that I have your best interest at heart. You're like the guardian guardian angel on their, on their shoulder. Yes, I'm over here like, ooh, can we save some more money? Yeah. Right, 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 right. No doubt, no doubt. That's great. That's great. All right. So, so if somebody wanted to work with you now, how how would they how would they reach out to you? What would that process be? I mean, are you are you booked? I mean, do you have time to file somebody's taxes before the fifteenth? What's going on with you right now? Of course, of course, I have time. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I'm like usually I'm like. Links in the bio. Right, 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 right. Um, I have a YouTube channel and it is at the Truckers Accountant. I have a Facebook page, uh, the Truckers Accountant. Instagram is the Truckers Accountant. And my um, link, you can book a 15 minute consultation 
And basically, um, I walk through just to assess your business, see where you're at, walk you through the process, and just welcome you aboard and walk you through getting your taxes done. And yeah, just those those free 15-minute consultations definitely get you taken care of. No doubt. So listen up, guys. This is a, a specialist, not a generalist. You guys need a specialist, somebody who, who, who knows this industry, knows the in and, ins and outs, and can get you the most, the maximum amount of savings, you know, keep you legit and, 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 and keep you, keep your business running, you know, more yes. importantly. So, so you guys make sure you reach out to my Cherie. Um, you just gave all your, your social media, right? It's pretty much a trucking accountant everywhere. And exactly. I'll, and I'll make sure that I put all the links to, 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 you know, all your social media, um, in the show, um, show notes. My Cherie, is there anything you want to leave us with? Leave the leave the truck drivers with um, before before we get out of here, and I'll let you go back to doing some some uh, some tax filing. <laughs> I know, it, and it is is getting down to the wire. I know it uh, is. Yeah, I just want to say that I I help truck drivers uh, pay the least amount of money in taxes, <laughs> <laughs> increase their cash flow and their fleets, all while staying in federal and state tax regulations. And that is a big deal. That's a super big deal, yeah. My thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. I enjoyed enjoyed this. At first I was like, uh, what I'm gonna say? How (laughs) I'm gonna say it? So, you know, guys, if I said something that was wrong, don't judge me. Don't judge me. I'm, I'm, I'm a person just like you are. Right. There, there, <laughs> there, there's always a book or there's always a Bible to go back to and reference, man. You know, we we talk and we always got to double check ourselves. That's what exactly. an accountant does, right? We always check and then we double check. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so all day That's long. That's why I'm but like, you, what questions are you asking? I need to take notes. Nah, and, 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 and that's another thing. It. We freestyled everything. <laughs> I didn't let her know what we were going to talk about. I said, listen, we're going to have a casual conversation. And I'm just going to throw some things at you. And just and, and, and you just give give the value like you like you gave. So I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. All right, thank you. All right, you take care of yourself. I'm waving by like people can see. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. If you like what you heard, it's only gonna get better. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a comment. Let us know what you want to learn or hear more about. Till next time, love is love, truck and hustle.